Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I spoke with Michael Campbell earlier in the show, and Michael was talking about a great concern about a sovereign debt crisis that's coming. Yes, and so, you know, everyone's focus is on the fact that uh, during pandemic, we increased the national deficit. It's hard to say that word. By $343 billion, normally that's the amount of the debt, or about half of the debt we had going into the pandemic. And it uh, obscures what the government is now, of course, engaged in, thanks to the NDP, which has uh, decided that they're going to increase uh, the new CERB, call it uh, employment insurance, uh, as well as saddle uh, business with another additional five to seven days of uh, sick leave. So anyone simply has to declare they're sick and uh, you have to pay for it. Now, some are going to say, well, that's just the system that pays for it, but we are the system. Right now, the amount of debt, over a trillion dollars that we have at the national level, doesn't include unfunded liabilities, things like pensions, things like uh, future uh, commitments that we've made to pay for government programs. Uh, uh, those of us uh, who may have had relatives and loved ones who are you know, part of the national defense will eventually retire and will have to be also provided and promised a, a pension. So all of these things don't take into account municipal and provincial debt. Look, here in Ontario, uh, we, we've seen the, the, the debt itself uh, dramatically rise, and uh, those things have to be taken into consideration. So yes, bondholders will eventually make a move, and I think that could start as early as this week when Moody's and Fitch, the bond rating agencies, moved to downgrade Canada's credit worthiness. It's not to say that it's the end of the world, but it does suggest that if you want to borrow more money, you're going to have to pay your lenders a lot more to get that. And that means yeah. you and I will have to start paying more for mortgages, for credit and other things. So if we look at the plan, as I understand it, the federal plan at this point is spend, borrow, pray for interest rates to remain at historic lows, Forever. And you forgot one element. Take our economy and throw it towards something that we know is costly and unproven, that's moving towards green renewables. And that unfortunately means that, uh, more of a repeat of what we know doesn't work in Germany, what doesn't work in the UK, what doesn't work anywhere else in the world. Worse, you're now prepared very in a very sneaky way uh, to impose a clean fuel standard. That'll probably add four to $500 to the total cost, net cost, to every single work wager in this country once it's implemented. And that could happen in a matter of days. I'll have more to say about that, Roy, tomorrow morning when I uh, hear Keynes for Affordable Energy, which is an organization I've been running for some time. It's a nonprofit. We release uh, data that we've been working on all summer. Uh, it's not good, and it does lead to uh, potentially much higher unemployment, uh, potential uh, well over $20 billion fleeing the country in investments. At the very time in which we need our economy to grow, this government and its allies in the NDP and others have no plan for growth. They know how to spend, but they don't know how to get the money back into the hands of those we borrowed from. It really is stunning, isn't it, that we have such a uh, responsible national energy infrastructure, uh, internationally responsible, dependable, skilled. We have it all here. We know that it's hundreds of billions of dollars over a period of years that would come into our economy that would help pay for health care, social programs, and all of the taken-for-granted uh, positives of Canadian life. But we've shut the valve. We've or we've made it extremely difficult to open that valve even a little bit, while simultaneously 
we bring hundreds of thousands of gallons, or barrels rather, hundreds of thousands of barrels of foreign oil into Canada. We don't use our own. With, and from countries that have... It is stunning. Human it is practices. stunning. The Venezuelan Venezuela, uh, outcome uh, is, is not far for Canada as far as energy is concerned. I wouldn't be so upset except for the fact that the energy sector is our single largest sector. It's not agriculture. It's not real estate. It's, in fact, uh, you know, or anything in the service sector. It is, in fact, the oil and gas sector. And we have done everything prior to this pandemic to, uh, as it were, kneecap, uh, to trip our ability to get that industry to function not just in terms of our ability to sell and maintain our standard of living, all the programs that you've identified, but for goodness sakes, if we can't get natural gas because we allow people to block our pipelines to places like China and prevent them from building 500 new coal plants, it kind of puts a lie to the idea that somehow you or the UN or any agreement you've agreed to as far as climate reduction is of any use or value when the countries that are most responsible for driving up emissions can't get access to clean Canadian energy. If Canadians want to dump on Canada, that's fine. Go out and say it. But let's understand where you're coming from first. I find almost in every instance, if it isn't from young people who've been misled, and I would say brainwashed, by a generation of people saying that the world is coming to an end, then it is those who are well-to-do, very well-heeled, substantially funded green organizations from outside of Canada who've used Canada as a soft target. And what they're doing is pounding away at at our standard of living, pounding away at the truth, Every time they're confronted with the truth, uh, Roy, uh, they simply back off. That's what we're doing here at Canadians for Affordable Energy. I'm taking everything that they have and throwing it right back at them. And quite often, unfortunately, you find that much of what they're doing is based on either being misled, in the case of those people who are sitting down doing protests in the middle of the street and talking about climate, uh, they're misguided. Or you're dealing with people who are just beguiling others and basically using money and their bottom line to be able to advance something that they know is not true. You say you'll be releasing information tomorrow. Where can people get it? Uh, 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, uh, Canadians for Affordable Energy. So it's uh, affordableenergy.ca. About 9 to 9.30, I should have this up, publication up. A 23-page, okay. written by three or four economists, very well known in Canada. Uh, and we want to get the debate going on this to push back on what this government is doing. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.